This episode is brought to you by Seed. Probiotics are most effective when they make it to your colon, alive. That's why Seed developed a patented two-in-one capsule that safeguards viability of its DSO-1 daily symbiotic through digestion to deliver the maximum dose to your colon. No refrigeration necessary. Visit seed.com slash Spotify and use code SPOTIFY25 to get 25% off your first month. and welcome to this week's Ask Alice episode. Now, this week I received a question that I was like, this is such a good one and I can't wait to get stuck into it. So the question this week came from someone on Instagram and it said, how much cardio should I do in addition to strength training? I know it's important for heart health, but I'm never sure whether I'm doing enough. Like I said, I absolutely love this question, mainly because I think cardio is probably the most misunderstood topic within the fitness industry. You know, when I think about how long I've been in this industry, I've been a personal trainer for 10 years. I have seen so much misinformation fly around about cardio. And it's almost one of those ones that never really dies. You know, there's other myths that come and go and things are very cyclical in my industry. You know, you'll see strength training become popular and then it's a bit less popular. And Pilates is having a moment right now. And, you know, that was big 10 years ago or whatever. So there's lots of things that come and go. And I think the longer I am in the industry, the more I realize how cyclical trends are. But I think particularly with cardio, there almost seems to be this like ever present, um, I guess, role within people's lives that they feel like they have to be doing cardio. And that within that, you know, that it that it is so loaded with misinformation that the reasons why they're doing it are not often the reasons why they should actually be doing it. You answered the question yourself already in your question, in the sense that you said, you know, you know, cardio is important for your heart health, right? So first things first, yes, I'm going to be totally honest with you. I, I, as a trainer, and I know that almost all other trainers will agree with me that some element of cardiovascular training, and by that we mean, and let's talk about it, the name cardio, cardiovascular or cardiorespiratory is a clear indication as to what this type of exercise is all about. So when you're training in a in a cardiovascular way, you are training the heart and lungs to be more efficient at transporting and utilizing oxygen and energy around the body. So when we preface this whole section with that, like that is what we're trying to improve. So you know, yes, it's important. Um, Just as much as I'm here to say strength training is amazing and there are so many benefits to it, cardio does have a role within our approach to exercise within a kind of balanced training program in my eyes and in my opinion. And so you're absolutely right. As you say in your question, yes, cardio does matter. But to your second point, how much? Well, I think really it comes down to what you want to get from it. So I guess I'll start this by saying that, you know, when I was talking about the misinformation around cardio, I feel like often this happens because cardio is often really talked about in a fat burning sense. And I think that a lot of people connect and create this kind of like correlation between cardio and fat loss, which means that it's often very misrepresented in terms of its role within a within a training program. So just to be completely clear from the outset, cardiovascular training is not fat burning training. It is not preferential as a fat loss method. Yes, cardio utilizes energy, but guess what? So does everything else that we do. So does strength training. So does, you know, whatever else you're choosing to do, rock climbing, hiking, you know, you name it, everything, every time we move our body, we're using energy. And it might be that like minute for minute, 
you know, doing a hard run is going to be more energy expending than another form of exercise than maybe a strength training session. But I think that, and this is, you know, an even wider topic of exercise and its component in body composition, weight maintenance, whatever the goal might be, it's really not that important as a, as a chunk of the puzzle. And we've spoken about that a lot. And actually in my book, you know, I go into this a lot about why, uh, sorry, why exercise in general is really not that helpful uh, a tool when it comes to body composition, uh, you know, fat loss in particular, and that diet plays a plays a much bigger role in that. But that's kind of, let's park that as a separate conversation. But just to kind of preface this, I think a lot of people feel like they should be doing cardio because they think it's, like I said, directly connected to fat loss, to, to, to weight maintenance, to body composition. Um, so if we kind of park that for a second and, and we look at your question, you know, how much, it's very hard for me to say, <laughs> as with a lot of things in the fitness industry and with our health and, you know, in, in general, you know, how long is a piece of string, how, you know, how you approach your training and how I approach my training and how Susan down the road approaches her training. All of those things are going to be different because all of us will have different goals, different bodies, different uh, training ages, uh, different ability levels. So it really doesn't need to be something that's super prescriptive, but I guess that you know, your question is more about, you know, you probably are enjoying, and from your question, I understand that you're enjoying your strength training and there's sort of this feeling within you that you should be doing some form of cardio. The first thing I'd say is if that's the case and you feel that way, which is, which is fine. And like I said, it is important. So yeah, there is some element of me that wants to say, yes, cardio at least once a week is something that I would encourage you to do, that that be something that you enjoy, you know, that that be something that's not, tied up in a, a lot of the misinformation that I've kind of prefaced this chat with and that actually you find a version of cardio that just works for you. I think sort of secondary to this conversation as well is actually identifying like not all cardio is the same. We have different uh, heart rate zones that we can train in, you know, whether it's the aerobic system, the anaerobic system, the phosphagen system, there are different zones in which we can train in and actually doing, you know, a brisk walk versus doing all out sprints on the treadmill are going to be completely different things. And so again, like, it's like, what kind of cardio do we mean? And, and what, what has the most benefit? So I think that, you know, taking a step back from that, I think the most important thing here is that if you think that including cardio within your training is important, which like I said, I agree with you that it is, I would say that it's about finding and identifying a way of incre just increasing your heart rate, tapping into that kind of whether it's, you know, 60 to 70% of your heart rate max, if you know what that is, you know, if you wear some kind of fitness wearable or if not, something where you feel sort of a little bit out of breath, but able to hold conversation, we call this kind of zone two training. That's where I'd kind of really focus your energies. And so that can look really different. That could be that you're going to include a brisk uphill walk on the treadmill twice a week, you know, at the end of your session. That could be that you're going to go boxing. You know, that's something that I have recently included. And, you know, I'll be totally honest with you. I actually, I started boxing because I got some data back from sort of a recent health check that showed that my heart wasn't actually as healthy as it could be. And I was really shocked by this. And I sort of went into complete panic mode as a health anxious person normally would, you know, rang this 
a guy that I know um, and was like, this is the result, like what's going on? And um, it really kind of encouraged me to, and at the time I was only doing strength training. I wasn't doing any form of sort of like quote unquote cardio, you know, something that was like getting my heart rate up a bit more than the anaerobic training I was doing within my strength training. And so I started boxing and and I do feel like it's such a, um, you know, a subjective thing to say, but I do feel a lot quote unquote fitter for it. I feel like, you know, when I run up the stairs, I can do that in a way that I sort of feel a bit more, oh yeah, I've got this. Or if I'm, you know, having to run for something or um, even just in, within my training, my recovery periods between big lifts is, is getting better. And so I think that I have noticed personally a benefit of, um, of including, I, I'm at the moment doing two uh, sessions of cardio a week, but you know, going back to my original point, I had to identify that running was not my thing, girl. Running and me, we have such a, a, you know, on-off relationship that I was like, if I want to genuinely make a difference to this data, I am going to have to give up this dream of being a running girly because... I just, I just can't, you know, if it's a beautiful sunny day, if it's a relatively lovely, nice, warm temperature, sure, I'm out there. I'm good. But honestly, if it's raining, if it's cold, if it's dark, if it's windy, if it's any sort of like (laughs) mitigating weather circumstance, I'm like, no, I'm putting it off, you know, or anything. I just found that I had a really on off relationship with it. So my ability to connect to cardio in a meaningful, long-term, consistent way in order to reap the benefits of it was so affected. So I had to really find something that worked for me. I've always loved boxing. I've loved watching it. I've loved engaging in the sport. I've loved, um, you know, years ago, and those of you that might have followed me for a long time will know that I used to go to a place called Cobox a lot. Um, So I've always had a connection to it. And I thought, you know what? That's got to be my thing. And so I started going twice a week. It was a commitment to myself towards the end of last year that I was like, right, this is going to be something that I have to stick to in the long term. But it's got to come from a place of enjoyment. And it's got to come from a place of it not being in any way connected to changing my body or going to a place, for example, this was really important to me. I did not want to, so particularly in the class environment, did not want to go to a place that was kind of rooted in talking about diet culture. You know, there are certain, in particular, London class concepts, shall we say, that are very rooted in fat loss. And that was so not for me. Um, so I had to find somewhere that really worked for me. But in doing that, I definitely feel 10 times better for it. I feel fitter. I feel mentally better. And I'm really loving that journey. So sorry to make it very me, me, me. Back to you. But um, yeah, that was my experience. And so my point is, is that, you know, let's let's kind of go blow by blow. Yes, it's important to do some cardio. Identifying what that looks like for you is really important and what the outcome goal is. Is it just to feel a bit fitter? Is it to run a 5K? Is it to, I don't know, um, be able to do do a longer race or, or swim or whatever? Um, you know, find and identify that goal. Um, make sure that it's somewhere around the kind of at least zone two place. I think for sustainability, zone two is a great place to kind of sit. So, Again, I, I always use the example of like, you're a little bit out of breath, but you're able to hold a conversation is a good way to kind of judge zone two work. Um, and then within that as well, really finding something that you're able to do in the long term that you genuinely enjoy. So whether that's teaming up with a buddy and going for a brisk walk every, you know, three days or whatever, or, or if it's, I don't know, swimming or it's 
you know, again, there are so many opportunities in which you can get your cardio in. And it's about broadening that version of what cardio looks like from just running and saying, right, what does cardio look like for me in this kind of structure? What's really important to me as my outcome? Uh, What am I able to do consistently over a prolonged period of time to really reap the benefits of it? And what do I genuinely enjoy? And it might mean that you have to try a few different things and see what works for you. But yeah, I would say that that is my advice. So you know, I think that as I started this conversation by saying like cardio is is very misunderstood. It, it, you know, I see so many. Oh God, it makes me go like icky in my <laughs> in my skin when I see like you know this fat burning workout, that fat burning cardio workout. You know, like I just think that it's really been missold to us. And again, like I said, broaden your view of what cardio could look like. Find a way of it working for you. That's got to be at the core of like your choices and your journey with it. But once you've identified those things, then just really starting to, you know, push the boundaries a little bit. What can you do? How hard can you push yourself? Like things that I've really recognized. And again, like not everyone wears a fitness wearable. So this isn't always possible to track this data, but my resting heart rate has come down as a result of doing cardio twice a week. That's a very tangible example of how, you know, changing something within my training has had an impact on my physical health that has nothing to do with how I look and has nothing to do with kind of, you know, fat loss or whatever. Um, so it's about, you again, like identifying, is that something that you want to work on? So yeah, I feel like I've, I've waffled on long enough, but I really hope that that was a valuable answer to your question. That was something in there that you were able to identify with and, and really, yes, an answer to your question. Like, I can't wait to hear about your journey and I'd love you to keep me in the loop about what you then choose to do. Cardio, it can be misunderstood but it's also really great for us. So find what works for you. You know, one to two days a week is is great. It's a great place to be. That's what I'm doing. And I think any more than that, particularly as you're someone who's strength training, it's going to start to impact on your ability to recover from uh, your strength training and also the cardio training that you might be doing. We've got to always preface this with recovery being a super important piece of the puzzle. So if you're doing, you know, all out sprints or you're doing really hard um, cardio, you've got to then also look at your training as a whole and always be mindful of where's my recovery coming in and how much training am I putting on my body stress-wise in order to like match that with recovery. Um, so anything that we're adding into our training, again, we've always got to take that step back and say, how am I recovering from this? Is this too much on my body? Am I able to sustain this for a prolonged period of time? So yeah. There we go. That was the, this week's Ask Alice. I really hope that was helpful. If you have any other questions that you'd love to send in, we always love to hear from you, whether that's a DM, whether it's an email, whether it's a voice note, whatever you fancy sending over, please do get them in. And you can find the email for Ask Alice in the show notes if you would like to send us one in. So I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and thank you so much for listening. Insanity Group. Ah, mm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.